1: and 365-day returns.
0: Hello, hello. Can I help you? I think you... Bitch, I think you just clicked on the raw podcast on this day. Woo! My goodness gracious. Welcome, though. I am Center Sun 21 on Twitter and in a nutshell I produce, edit, and disseminate content specifically for black gay people who want to live forever. Yes, I said it forever and have fun while doing it. Honey. My current projects include this podcast, Center of the Sun, live streaming, various other pieces of pieces of content, and I'm learning how to become a music producer. So, I want to collaborate with as many innovative black, black gay people as possible. If you proudly identify as such, welcome. I urge you to ask for more information. And if you're curious, and if not, I'm going to have to kindly ask you to leave. But what the fuck is duality? And why am I just getting hit to it? What does it mean for our daily life? Well, if you want that answer, you're in the right place. This is Center Sun, and I'm your host. Thank you for listening. Let's dance, bitch. And if you can't dance right now, just imagine yourself dancing like getting it. Dance, dance. Ah. Or you can sing. Or tap your foot. Get up. Let the language of the universe move you today on this day. And if I could go to a dance party right now. Jesus Christ knows I would not need any drugs or alcohol because I've been up. Uh, just up uh, there. Just me, myself, and I'm. Dance. DJ, turn it up. I'm over here just looking at the news and fucking, what is going on? This is why I don't watch basketball in the first place or any sports. What's going on with this, with these tall ass men see this thing. Oh my God. Of course, of course, tall ass basketball players are out here acting a whole ass fool Um, there was a trans woman or somebody got outed I'm not even getting into it because it's so toxic but this is I'm just saying this is why I don't fucking watch sports in the first place as a child I feel like okay I feel like I have like uh, the gift of like premonition or something because y'all could have saw this coming from a mile away but in a nutshell again um, there was a particular basketball player who was outed for whatever reason the trans person that he was also with was outed or she outed somebody. I don't know. Basically, anything, anything that has to do with trans people, I already know. Trans people are going to suffer. And I think I can't go into it because what I think I saw on Twitter was that uh, black, gay, cisgender gender, man, cis meaning static, meaning Uh, Not changing their gender or hasn't changed their gender. Um, A cisgender gay man started all this mess. So basically, I have been teasing this whole fucking episode all week. Thank you for watching my weird videos. (laughs) This is what happens with the fucking vortex of creation. So we're going to talk about dualities um, today. And we're going to talk about vibration and being a vibrational being because the more we stay down in the weeds with the haters, the less um, opportunities we get to ascend as supernatural beings. So um, I also believe that, um, that black gay people, specifically people like me, black gay men who have sex with other men. Um, I find joy In validating your humanity Um, Because I actually do feel like We're superhuman and as I'm learning About duality and Higher consciousness and ascension And all of these things what I'm learning Is that guess what we've already Been through this shit we've been going through All this bullshit laying down Our ego uh, Cutting ties With enti- you know just like Crazy amount of human evolution, we've done because we've had to do it. And I think that's the gag. I think that's the survival mechanism. That's why those survival mechanisms, we had to realize those as like infants, basically. Because our higher self knew... Basically, it doesn't matter. We've already... We've done the work that the Hoteps are doing right now. So... Let's play truth or dare later, you know, let's just like get into it because I got a few stories to share with you, crazy stories and well, mainly just crazy thoughts, not really crazy stories, but two particular stories I want to share with you today relating to how I have come to realize certain things about myself and how I am ascending as a um vibrational being or conscious being or just a human in general because we don't live we are not monolithic we are not one thing so let's get into it you know let's just see how many different variations we can create in this freaking plane of existence but anyway how are you doing today I hope you are well, because we have a lot to get into. Please um, send me your feedback if you have any. Uh, if you're joining me on the on a live stream, please send your feedback to host at centerson21.com. I have posted the email address on the screen, so... Either uh, if you're watching this in a live stream or you're listening to this um, at a later time, please either check the screen or check the description for my email address, host at centersun21.com. I'm going to ask you several questions throughout the show. So if you feel compelled to answer any of them, just shoot me a a note. Um, And please keep in mind that I will never share or whatever your email address. So bam, 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 bam. Um, Please send it to me because... What I don't do are stranger bitches in my motherfucking emails, so I will not do the same to you. Um, every time I always try to log into New York Times, and I can never do it. Um, every time I'm on air, I always try to log into New York Times and I can't log in. Oh, let me do my Google Google account. Oh, guess what I can do? I can log in as the host of Center Sun 21 and look at my Google account because that's how I roll up in here up in the club up in the club that's where we are today we're up in the club so the new york times <laughs> the new york times so let me tell you about the new york times i have a love hate relationship with the new york times because first of all ain't nobody got time to read all this shit it's too many stuff it's too much stuff but for four dollars like their little black friday sale four dollars a month bitch yeah i guess i will suffer through it like fuck Fuck y'all. Fuck the Huffington Post. Fuck the Washington Post. Fuck everybody else. Cause the New York Times is four dollars, and they've been coming through with the heat ever since they allowed Donald Trump to become president. So, cause I really, I really don't think anyone. I really, truly believe that we did not realize that his ass was about to be president. I really don't think we did. But it's fine. We will see. And that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing about life. You gotta stop being so resistant. To the things that you don't like, because it just means that you need to find something that, that you fuck with, duh, um, and leave everything out and leave everything else in the dust. So, what are we looking at? What is the New York Times reporting today? What are your headlines? What head? Where do you read um, your your news? Do you get it on social media? You get it on Facebook from the Russians, dumbass. No, you need to get a real newspaper. Real newspaper. Like who else? Okay. I don't know, like... Okay, so this show is for black people, whatever. So, any black people that have, like, a black grandpa... Who has a black grandpa? Raise your hand if you're happy and you know it. Um, Every day, my grandpa read the newspaper multiple times a day. He worked at the frickin' newsstand. Like, he worked at the newsstand when he was retired. (laughs) Like, literally, I I I keep hitting my mic, but I don't give a fuck. Um... He will be down there. Well, okay. So the back. So in my hometown, the back of the newsstand did have a little porn shop. Eyes are blinking very hard right now. But um, he. But reading is fundamental. If you're reading porn, if you're reading, if you're getting your news from from a porn magazine, I'm very impressed because I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. But some people like Playboy is like a a real thing. But um. If you're, if you get the news only from one source, please expand <laughs> your repertoire. Um, so some, some things that I do, I subscribe to the, to the New York times because Crystal told me to, uh, because that's what Crystal does. And then because she's like the smartest person that I know on the internet right now. So, and the, the smartest, also while having the most fun because kid fury like you can tell like kid fury is getting like real serious with like his career and shit. And crystals like no i'm staying drunk i'm staying drunk it's fine um everybody loves me it's fine because that's what happens when your soul that's what happens when you like do the work of your soul it doesn't matter what you do you can't take yourself off track because there because there was because there is no way to get off track, because that's your soul. That's like your, perp- you know, that's like the intention of your whole being is to do this one thing. So, um, on the last episode of of, of the read, it, it was a live episode that Crystal and Fury shared with us. Thank you for sharing us your live shows because they're way funnier than the pre-recorded ones. But, <laughs> and that's not shade. That's just like because of the energy of the crowd and they're obviously performers. And the energy of the crowd gets them also energetic. It's like that's what I'm. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about that thing when you, and we don't pay attention to it when we're with other people. How do we feel when we are in other crowds? Now some people are introverts and they need to go be alone and practice being in crowds and like da 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 da. I'm I don't have that problem. I have to practice being alone, and I've done it actually very well for the last few years. Um, becoming less codependent on other people, but I—that takes practice. So, op- so conversely, or on the opposite end of that spectrum, I, um, I was listening to the read and and here and kind of and I can tell by the way that they're interacting, um, that like she was getting a little too lit, but it was fine because the crowd was lit and there was a bar at the th- you know whatever. So anyway and they're friends so I probably have no I don't have any context for like how they're speaking to each other so it doesn't matter but it just gave me more justification for being oneself like it's crazy like how many how we're socialized to like focus directly on how other people view us but it's actually the opposite how you view yourself is actually how other people view you so if you don't like yourself, then it's not fucking hard. Oh my god! Like what? Uh, but you know that's fine. That's fine because most people, it, it is what it is. Because gay people, that's why I don't even know. We're talking to the, I'm talking to the choir right now because it doesn't because we've already gone through this. <laughs> we've already gone through it. We've already gone through this whole lifetime. Well, not everybody. Well, actually, yeah, let me stop being so gracious because a lot of people because we're dealing with this transgender trans woman thing on uh, Twitter right now. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't even want to look at it because I because World AIDS Day is coming, like literally World AIDS Day is coming. And you know what I was going to focus on? The disparate uh, effect of HIV on trans people. And now it's ruined. So, okay. (laughs) okay um in other news uh trans people news um uh the new york times just reported on november the 23rd that trump asked supreme court for fast appeal on transgender military ban so um well that's why he wanted kavanaugh in the supreme court so we can really get this shit going um let's just like how many people can we dehumanize today (laughs) Um, I can't wait. Oh, the future is so bright. Um, That's why we need to ascend. We need to get off this plane of existence because if we wait for everybody else to fix the world. Yeah, Uh, moving along Um, politics. So the Trump administration invites healthcare industry to help rewrite the ban on kickbacks. Okay, Whatever. That's ridiculous. I'm reacting in real time. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is just... I hate... Oh, God, I hate these fucking headlines. So... I think it's just because we're fast-tracking. Because Donald Trump and the Republicans have lost so terribly in these midterms elections, like, not even... It pales in comparison to what happened to Barack Obama. Because... This is the uh, biggest flip or the biggest swing in our um, government administration or the legislation, the legislative branch since Watergate. So we are very fortunate. (laughs) And this just goes to show all you foreigners out there, all the people that are not from the United States, like, please don't comment on our elections unless you see the full picture because it is fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> we don't need to be reminded that it's fucked up but sometimes it's not fucked up and we like it that way thank you Ready. 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 so if you've been following me on twitter um, you can tweet me at center sun 21 but if you've been following me on following me on twitter you have seen me just post some really random shit this week because um I am a kind of insane person. <laughs> I'm an Excuse me. Oh. God, I need to stop eating during these things. I was trying to get my life together, but I am an insane person and when I get an idea in my head. No, okay, so let me give you let me give you the background. So ever since I was a child And I just actually realized this the other day. I literally realized this the other day. Um, As I was, like, having so much fun. I've been, like, elated. Like, I have never been more happy to, I don't know, live my life. I don't know, live my life. I don't know why I'm so happy. Well, I know why I'm happy. So, first reason why I'm happy is because I take the best antidepressant that I've, that I didn't even know existed. So... At a baseline, I've been able to lift my mood to normal. Like, I didn't realize... See, this is the kind of shit that pisses me off is that gay people, black gay people are so downtrodden and can be so downtrodden that we forget that, like, there's a whole goddamn world out here with, like, infinite possibilities and we're so downtrodden and so beaten down that we forget... That, like, there's life outside of our umwelt, our reality. Last season on Center, Sun, Center of the Sun, um, we talked about David Eagleman. Do you remember him? He's a neuroscientist who wrote several um, short stories about the afterlife in his book called Some. He also has done a lot of research around neuroscience, and he actually was able to find evidence of a like personal universe inside of our body based on the ebb and flow of calcium atoms like who the f- like what huh bitch what but when I talk about one's umwelt that's where that came from he he described he describes in his research that it's really hard for us as humans to think outside of our reality our umwelt like even a bat Like like he gave the example of a bat. Like a bat is blind and da-da-da. There's a certain set of circumstances that the bat falls underneath and then that's how he makes his decision. So that's how black gay people, (laughs) you know, black gay men, women out here, trans people, whoever you are, if you identify proudly as black and gay, um, we have to acknowledge the fact that our brains may be broken. And that's been the first... And not broken in a negative sense, but like not firing on all cylinders, like survive, like kind of a survival kind of thing. Like once you once you've grown into a certain level of adulthood, your neuron, like literally the structure of your brain, doesn't change again. And if it does change, it only changes. It only degree. It's only degrading. You know, it's only getting worse. It's not getting better. So once you're an adult, like how you think and move and stuff throughout the world is really hard to change that so that's one of the blessings that I've been able to find in the last 10 years is a damn new pill to fucking take but and this goes against the conscious community like the hoteps and the conscious people and the channelers and the this and that because I need it and without it I wouldn't have the mental capacity to continue thinking about things outside of my suffering, (laughs) which is unwarranted because that's just my brain is broken and I just default to suffering and I say no more. So the first thing I did was fix my fix my brain and by doing so it brought me up to this level of just normal Behavior. So as a result, when one resolves depression, what? Because one of the one of the we hate talking about depression. But I'm like, uh, it's the only thing that explains anything anything about me. <laughs> Any quirk about me or anything? I'm like, yeah, I can point directly to um a disorder that I have, a mental illness around depression because of the way I was socialized. So a lot of my decisions that I make directly stem from experiences in my childhood. So uh, I've been extremely happy lately because it's taken so long. I'm 30. (laughs) I've never felt, you know, I've felt like this maybe... When I was younger, but in my twenties, I didn't feel like this at all. I don't believe I remember my twenties because I was so ridiculous. But so as a result, I'm getting back into my hobbies. I'm getting back into the things that I love. It's hard to get back when you've spent ten years in like a weird re- another reality, basically. Because as I'm as I'm reemerging, I am not social. I no longer have. Similar things in common with people. Well, I never did in the first place. That's why I was so weird. But now that I'm thinking out loud, sorry. But, um, but I've been sharing a bunch of shit on Twitter because of it. And I'm trying to manage myself because you people are mean. And not you, not you people. What do you mean by you people? No, not you, but like the internet is mean. I don't want to do so much because i don't care honestly it doesn't matter if you're mean to me i don't give a fuck honestly but i just don't want to i don't want to waste my time on people who don't appreciate it yeah like i don't want i don't waste my time with people who don't appreciate me i don't go where i'm not wanted so i don't want to find out that i'm not wanted on twitter quite yet because i love twitter it's so it's so fun it's so fun. But you're gonna have to deal with it. You're gonna have to deal with my bullshit. And you're gonna have to deal with my um crazy ass music videos that are not really music videos. So basically I'm learning how to um produce music. I've sang my entire life. And I've always been the leader. You know, I'm a leader, I'm a a lead I'm not really a lead singer. I don't like being a lead singer, but I was always forced to be the lead singer because I can sing. But I'm really bad at ad libbing. That's why this podcast is ridiculous all the time. But, um, (laughs) but, um, I share my music on Twitter. So if you want to hear my music, oh, and then you can find me. Yeah. And that's where you find where you can stream my music too, if you want to stream it. But I've been crazy happy lately. And it's Thanksgiving, you know, just gratitude flowing out of me. Um, I'm really bad at holidays, though. Are you, do you like do you like holidays? If you don't like holidays, send me an email telling me why. Um, it will not be shared. I don't want to. I don't want to share it with other people. But I just want to connect with other people who also hate holidays because number one reason, religion, or the lack thereof. I don't get it. And then because I'm like, if I'm not practicing white Christianity, then what's the point? Like, I literally don't understand. I don't get it. I literally don't. Because I never really have money. So I don't really, like, I never bought gifts. So we went to church. So now I don't go to church. So what do I do? Like, I just look at everybody else, smile, and have rosy cheeks. Like, what? Like, no. So if you don't like holidays and prefer not to celebrate them or don't celebrate them because you're morally opposed, please uh, email me, host at dot 21com I want to hear your feedback. Am I alone? (laughs) I know I'm not, but I just sit sit alone during the holiday. And not because I'm like lonely or depressed. No, it's because I literally do not want to be a part of it. But catch me on New Year's though. (laughs) Like catch me on New Year's because I'm getting fucked up and I'm dancing for eight hours to the music that you hear in the background of this podcast. So, um, black gay people... We're going to talk about something very important today, and um, I want to start out by playing truth or dare with myself. <coughs> dare to stop smoking. How about that? Um, well, okay, well, the FDA may ban menthols. So if you're a menthol cigarette smoker, you need to figure out a plan on decreasing that because one day it's just going to be banned and they're gonna be illegal and then we're gonna be making menthol cigarettes in our bathtub like what like oh my god or we're gonna be making menthol cigarettes with coat hangers like oh god. like come on but it makes sense because either the united states government is about to give everyone health care which they should smoking is like the third leading cause of death in the united states um so. And who is disproportionately affected by cigarette ads, cigarette chemicals, cigarette evilness things. Black people, they're always the ones that lose first. So I'm happy that Newports will be declining. But they're just getting into the weed business. We're just, we're just going to transition to weed, which is fine. Anyway, moving along, let's play Truth or Dare. Truth or Dare. Dare to get on the ground dare dare to get on the ground <laughs> on your knees and peer underneath a brand new subaru sedan well that's a weird dare <laughs> but but my neighbor made made me do that one time he bought his old man he bought a new car It's a very nice car if you i wish i had subaru money like, they're just as expensive as, as a Mercedes-Benz because they are so lit. Like, I don't know if you know anything about Subarus, but if an old white man tells you to get on the ground and look at the fucking frame of that bitch, you get your ass on the ground and look at the frame. Fuck. He was so excited. It was ridiculous. But he was so excited that he couldn't stop talking about that damn alloy frame. It was just brand new, I think, Impreza. What's the sedan version? Not the Outback, but the one that's a car. I don't know. But... They start around forty grand or so. Like they start at forty grand, start starting price. Yeah, um, that's like base. And then who buys like a standard base Subaru? No, you trick that bitch out. It's sixty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars for a, like a regular ass car. Like that's a regular ass car, but it got alloy and shit on it because you can. They want you to drive up mountains, and because if you ever have you ever driven in Colorado, one time we I was on a party bus. And the party bus couldn't even go up the mountain because of the altitude. And it didn't have no air conditioning because of the altitude. Like, what? So you need these. So you need car. Basically, Subaru is made for a specific environment, but in the Midwest has no purpose. So except for vanity, if that's your thing, because vanity here is a little bit different. You either are very skinny. That's the thing. Uh, very rich—that's another thing. Or you have a car; that's a big thing. Um, whether or not your social status, whatever, as long as your car is top-notch, bam, bam, blink, blink. Um, people obsess over it. So, um, he died recently, though—like not recently, but like a few years ago—and not to chuckle at his death, but every time I walk out of my house. I feel like his spirit is still there and he was obsessive like but he had like bad knees and stuff so he would be moved he would move slow around his car and stuff but he would be washing that bitch vacuuming that bitch perfect uh, protecting it from the sunlight he was he was genuinely happy he grew up on this street that i live on right now so it's a very small street There are maybe, like, two or three houses. Um, It's in a densely populated area, but because it's, like, abandoned and it's just prostitutes and shit around here. It's being gentrified right now. Like, half a million dollar houses are going up across the street in my dumbass apartment, but it's fine. Um, But the people that that grew up here still live here. And so I feel like every time I walk out of my house, because his sons have just moved into his house, because his sons always lived across the street. So it's very weird. They grew up on, on, on the street. They've lived there their entire life. He died. He owned his house and then died in his house alone, unfortunately, because his sons were across the street. But he had a heart attack in his bathroom. His sons moved into his house. They are right now gentrifying the house that his sons lived in across the street. I thought they owned him, but uh, he didn't own the one across the street. So that one's being torn down. So that's it's going to be reshaped in a minute. But the, his car's still here and because he had bad knees he always had like a handicap he had a special handicap spot cuz it's street parking so you can get a handicap spot if you live right on you know if you don't have a parking lot or whatever or parking driveway whatever i'm trying to say you know what i'm trying to say goddamn but <laughs> i feel his spirit every time i walk out of my house i literally see this man i'm expecting him to be on the ground doing something with this car and then me walking up to him being like look at the pearl finish on that bitch today like what like come through Subaru but um he's not here no more and i realized that the other day it was so weird and um so yeah he dared me to get on the ground i got on the ground i looked at the alloy frame and i got to experience a little bit of joy that he um was feeling at the time ready for truth okay truth (laughs) um so i first i have this weird okay i'm just gonna say i want a hotep to fuck me like it's true oh god well basically i'm looking for like just any self-obsessed man who speaks his mind on the internet with dreadlocks and dark skin and beautiful eyes. But I'm trying to perpetuate this obsession that I have with straight guys. Like, I think we all have it. And it's about this, like, socialization. Like, you hate... You're socialized to hate everything about yourself and then obsess over everything outside of yourself. So, of course, I don't hate myself because I'm gay. But, like, I still obsess with straight guys. <laughs> like, ugh, whatever. But... Their aggression and their insufferable masculinity, I'm like, is endearing. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just love them. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. But hoteps with your locks and your beards and your boots and your long fucking nails. I'm a nail biter. And your long nails and you speak with a flowing poetry and flowing language and you draw me in with your dumbass softness but you keep me at a distance because you start describing the things that i'm using air quotes right now the things as they should be and in the moment i just ignore your insults and the potential and i call them insults because the because of the potentiality of violence spit in my uh, never mind. Anyway, let me um I can't ignore my feelings. <laughs> but what I can't ignore are fucked up ideologies. And I also cannot ignore the feelings of other people. Especially when the con- when there's like a consequence of like someone being hurt, I can't ignore that. And I was drawn in pr- recently by a pretty strong brow. Let me let me tell you, Watch out. Louisiana accent and rhetoric that expressed some very strong ideas, new age ideas about like its ascension and aliens and spirituality crazy shit like shit that kid fury and crystal are like what flat earth bitch like what like where's the edge bitch like what that's still still the funny still the funniest episode of the read
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> where the edge happens oh but anyway flat borderline flat earth shit you know decreasing but you know resist and it's not about whether or not the earth is flat that's not what those ideas are about it's about decreasing resistance to modern indoctrination so we are taught that the world is a globe how the fuck do you know the world is a globe because some old white dude told you like no that's not how anything works (laughs) that's not how anything works we need to start decreasing um or increasing sorry increasing our resistance to um modern indoctrination because just because somebody told us something like just because everyone tells you that gay people are evil and that they're going to hell is that true oh okay no all right, got it okay so um I don't think the earth is flat but I definitely don't believe that it's a globe I can definitely don't believe that shit because there are just it's just too much shit that the government's like if okay If the world is a globe, why did they Photoshop it? Like, that's all I want to know. If it's a globe, why you got to cover it up? What are you covering up? Okay. Well, then until until you tell me what you're covering up, I'm not going to think it's a globe. So whatever. But (coughs) excuse me, excuse me. But anyway, I'm going to plummet back down to earth. Sorry. We have a we have a task at hand. We have a task here. I'm plummeting it back down to earth. So I quickly took the information that suited me at the time because I knew I was having a moment and I exited stage left and, you know, okay, bye girl. Can't do this because the next thing is like, we're going to talk about women and gender. And I'm like, you know what? I can't do that. But I did learn a few things and I'm going to caution you it's a roundabout way of learning for me so I don't learn in a linear way I have, to, I time travel through my mind back and forwards constantly and if I learn something new I'm always considering or my mind is always trying to reference something and it's just automatic so I learned a few things even though I was under a magic spell of strong brows and dreadlocks but it's fine But that black gay people must be protected at all costs. And I'm being very, very serious. And this Hotep interpretation of the hierarchy within the universe does not involve trivial aspects of humanity like fucking gender expression. Like what? Like masculine and feminine dualities? Like that doesn't mean anything about human expression. We use the word masculine and feminine to help us Describe what a duality is, but it has no bearing on how men and women and wh- anybody in between that expresses their gender on a day to day on a day to day basis. Like what? So when I hear these things, I'm like, oh god, you people! Because that's why I'm like, black people, black gay people have ascended. We are there. We are like 50 million, and that's why they want us to go away. the conspiracy, though. The conspiracy. Woo, child. Uh, Woo, child. A lot of hoteps are just ignorant. Because at the end of the day, they're straight people. And they don't... You don't have a frame of reference outside of the socialization or your umwelt because you're a straight dude. And... um as a straight guy everything because of your biology and your biological imperative to procreate everything you do relates to women thus causing you a fucked up consciousness (laughs) or causing inherent duality and not the good duality this duality that um, is forcing is like igniting trump's fire to like abuse trans people or igniting this fire of twitter to abuse this trans woman and this man who's attracted to a trans woman and had sex with her like this is like really fucking oh my god it's terrible but the more the more we regress as a society the more black gay people keep ascending and the more y'all argue with each other on twitter you don't have to do that anyway They simply, Kotebs just don't have a frame of reference and they don't have to. That's fine. So moving along, I've learned that people, um, I've learned that people strongly believe that dualities in nature directly cause dualities in our reality as humans and dualities in our humanity are not finite. Just like our biology is not finite, so what are what are those dualities? What are what is a duality? A duality like dual, dual role, like two, do dose, dose, say, dose, dose, duality, dual. You know, that's those parts of speech. It just means two, like a bisexual person, a dice, dicexual, You know, like any of you know all those parts of speech. They're all related. So what is what is a dual a duality? I'm specifically talking about gender, gender expression, sex, sexuality. That's what I'm going to like focus on today because we think men and women are the only things to exist. Straight and gay are the only things that exist or straight and not straight are the only things that exist. Gender expression, masculine masculinity or whatever it is, I'm bad with language, but I don't, it don't have nothing to do with me because I'm cisgender like I don't have to it is not important for me as long as I as long as you respect the humanity of every person and allow them to exist it doesn't matter if your language is fucked up um but it does matter when your language is fucked up when it's like completely critically wrong but it but anyway gender expression you know um you express your masculinity, you express femininity, your gender, whether you're a boy or a girl, like this and that, like those are dualities that I'm talking about today. And black gay people, we live on a spectrum. So instead of thinking of a duality as like light and dark, uh, I don't even know what else is a nature natural duality, light and dark, but even that like there's light and there's dark but in the middle there's a whole sh- spectrum of grays bitch <laughs> like that's what i'm talking about there's ain't no fucking thing as dualities even in nature because nature nature because of the because nature includes infinity like there are extremes so light is an extreme of infinity dark is an extreme of infinity like the absence of which oh god i can't but anyway but anyway basically we've been as we've been done ascended basically and black people are still being killed to this day because we don't vibe with the rest of the world we just don't vibe we we don't vibe with y'all y'all got some fucked up views and this is to be expected so as a result we got a band together and use our powers for good because the if we wait for the outside world our government and the like to respect us And to create a reality in which we are valued, we'll never get it. To illustrate my point, I could tell you a sad story. another Well, another ridiculous story about nothing. Or I could give you stats about why you should care. um, And for some reason, my higher self is screaming at me right now. um, And do you know what it's screaming? The rocks. The rocks will cry out. The rocks. The rocks. The rocks will cry out. And um, I feel compelled to read a parable of Jesus. So, um, and I don't practice Christianity. And, but I still feel it's, it's comparable. It's because I grew up as a Baptist and I grew up in church. This is really the only way that I can understand. This is where my umwelt started. So this is f- where my all my decisions are made out of my upbringing. So I'm gonna open your Bible. Basically, I gotta grab my Bible. So I'm reading the New Language, the New Living Translations, my favorite translation. Hi guys, beauty blogger here with the New Living Translation. Uh, Luke chapter Luke Matthew Mark Luke Matthew Mark Luke um, Luke nineteen. so weird i read the fucking bible but jesus was also like an ascendant being so we're gonna like fucking christ consciousness like whether or not you believe in this shit it's still a good goddamn story and it's a great analogy okay so we're gonna be reading luke Luke chapter 19, verse 1 through 40. So, let me get my glasses together. Um, Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I'm going to have fun today. (laughs) Okay, so this is about... Okay, so starting at Luke chapter 19, Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man named... Oh, God, I can't read these things. Zacchaeus and he was the chief tax collector in the region. He was uncle Sam and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road. And for Jesus, um, he was going to um, wait for him as he passed along the way. You know, obviously I'm paraphrasing because this fucking Bible is so small. Gosh. So when Jesus, when Jesus came by, Moving on to verse 5. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. He said, Zacchaeus, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Like, he was like so lit. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He was gone he was gone to. Be, he was gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner. They grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, "I will give you half my wealth to the." Sorry, I'm getting excited. I'm like, "Ooh, speak to me, Lord. <laughs> Work through me." <laughs> but anyway, Zacchaeus said, "I will give half my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much." So, in verse 9, Jesus responds, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. So, moving along to verse 11. I told you it was long. This is a long episode today. So the crowd was listening to, so this is verse 11. The crowd was listening to everything Jesus said. And because he was nearing Jerusalem, he told them a story to correct the impression that the kingdom of God would begin right away. He said, a noble man was called away to a distant empire to be crowded, to be crowded, to be crowned king and then return." Before he left, he called together 10 of his servants and divided among them 10 pounds of silver, saying, invest this for me while I am gone. But his people hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we do not want him to be our king, though. So after he was crowned king, he returned and called in his servants to whom he had given the money. (laughs) And then he wanted to find out what their profits were so the first servant reported miss massa i invested your money it made 10 times the original amount to raise and jesus said well done the king exclaimed or so jesus went on to say that what the king exclaimed well done you are a good servant you have been faithful with the little I entrusted to you, so you will be governor of ten cities as your reward. I'm like, uh, no thank you. Can I get one, though? So, uh, anybody got all this energy for ten cities? And the next servant reported, Master invested. I invested your money and made five times the original amount. Bonus! Well done, the king said. You will be governor over five cities. Huh. Okay, I'll take five. But the third servant brought back only the original amount of money and said, Master, I hid your money and kept it safe. I was afraid because you are a hard man to deal with, taking what isn't yours and harvesting crops you did not plant. Verse 22 goes on to describe, You wicked servant! The king roared. Your own words condemn you, bitch. (laughs) If you knew that I'm a, if you knew that I'm a hard man who takes what isn't mine and crops I did not plant, why didn't you deposit my money in the damn bank? At least I could have gotten some return on investment. At least a savings account. Like the return is at least one or 2%, bitch. I would at least got a penny, something. (sighs) Then, turning to the others, standing nearby, the king ordered, take the money from his servant. Well, he ordered, take the money from that servant. That lame, not lame, sorry, ableist, I'm being late. I'm, I'm work, work on me, Jesus, it's fine. Take that money from that servant and give it to the ones who already had 10 pounds. But master, he said, they already have 10 pounds. Yes, the king replied, and to those who use well that they are given, even more will be given. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And as for these enemies of mine who didn't want me to be their king, bring them in and execute them right here in front of me. Jesus didn't play. He didn't give a fuck. So moving along to verse 28. And this is important. I'm reading this because it's important. So this is the second parable in this in this thing. And there's a there's a greater point. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird to read the Bible on the air right now. But it works. I mean, it's the first it it just popped in my mind and it works. So verse 28. After telling the story, Jesus went on toward Jerusalem walking ahead of his disciples. And as they came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Go into that village over there, he said. As you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden, because he's a donkey. <laughs> untie that bitch and bring it here. Untie, untie the donkey Bring it bring it here, sorry. If anyone asks, why are you untying that colt? Just say the Lord needs it. Okay, Jesus said. Like, stop asking so many goddamn questions or gosh darn questions. I'm so bad at being religious. I'm so bad at being spiritual. It's not even funny. But anyway, verse 32. So they went and found that damn cult, just as Jesus had said. And sure enough, they were untying it. And the owners were like, why are you untying that cult? Like, why are you just showing up and tying my colt? And the disciples simply replied, well, the Lord needs it. Like, this is just what it is. And then he caught me red handed <laughs> The Lord, though. Um, so they brought the colt to Jesus and threw the garments over it for him to ride. Because it's like, you can't just get on the back of a donkey and, like, your whole genital area will be sore. So, like, you need at least something. You need a coat on the colt. So as he rode along the crowd spread out their garments on the road because like it's jesus like oh i don't have nothing to get this man but the sun on my back though and their garments on the road ahead of him and when they reached um the place where the road started down the mountain of olives all of his followers be- um began to shout and sing like exclaim exclamation point but they shouted and sang as they walked along, and they praised God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. And they said, Quote, Blessings on the king who comes in the name of the Lord, please be in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Da da da. The world is amazing. Praise be. And but for some but for some of the Pharisees among the crowd, like the haters, uh, the teacher they said, Teacher, rebuke. these basic bitches (laughs) rebuke your followers uh, for saying things like that because what you are not is the king of like the universe and he was like uh, (laughs) if they kept quiet the stones along the road would burst into cheers so because it's like (sighs) the rocks will cry out so from the source right here Right here. Oh, and uh, amen, or whatever you say at the end of a scripture. Uh, uh, may... Uh, what is the thing that you say at the end of the scripture? Damn it! May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent, one for another. No, not not, not that one. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. No, not Jesus' name we pray, amen. There's something we would say after every scripture, and I forget what the thing is, but the Lord knows what I was going to try to say. Anyway did you enjoy that bible verse (laughs) that chapter that was luke 19 1 through 40 and i forget how i uh what is it ritualized it i don't even know what i'm trying to say because i'm excited but basically what are you what did you gather from that passage before i go on you can take a moment gather your thoughts craft a response send it to host at center 21.com or you can tweet me if you've have if you can fit it in 240 words i would be very impressed um tweet me at host at center 21 on twitter but we're gonna ex- i'm just gonna give you a few of my thoughts okay so thank you for listening uh if this is new for you welcome we're at 55 minutes welcome <laughs> So the first thing I wanted to point out was that Jesus didn't give a fuck. Like he literally did not. He was like, I don't care. He, I don't care. Um. So the first thing I gather from this thing is the fuck mass appeal. There is nothing, nothing in your life is for everybody. You, unless you're like, the president like that's your job unless you signed up to do that job you are not you don't have to be that person so fuck mass appeal do what your feels right for you if you want to get up in a goddamn tree and look over the crowd get up in a tree and look over the crowd because guess who's who might see your ass jesus might see your ass and then invite you somewhere that's what i'm trying to do you know bitch so those people any of these people described in this story did not hesitate when they saw, when they were excited, they were excited. And when Jesus brought his ass through wherever he was coming through, they tuned in to what they needed to, to do. They were like, "Oh, put this stuff on the ground. Get the coal. Get your clothes. Start, start cheering. The king of the king of uh, whoever is here." They took off their garments, they tapped into the energy around them, and they turned themselves into who they wanted to be at that time. Remember, the world and everything in it is finite. What is finite is what we deem important. We create that reality. Outside of that are just remnants of our existence. So it didn't matter what else was happening at that moment. Jesus was coming. That was the reality. This is what we have to do. Therefore, we should only focus our control on the things we deem finite. And how do you figure out what's finite to you? What's your reality? What's what's inside of your umwelt? Well, God gave you gifts. Dummy did you forget (laughs) because those gifts are not small they're not stupid they the gifts aren't dumb you're dumb for not realizing it and then subsequently using them to the best of their ability but these gifts are not sustainable or sorry these gifts are the only sustainable thing in your life that's why they are your reality so they're extremely valuable they're highly valuable maybe not to society but to your higher self value the most valuable thing some some may get gifts that are more valuable than others but i'm telling you black gay people we that bitch like we're literally like how do we have so many gifts like of course like oh god thank you god like how else will we get through this world? How else? So what is the moral of the of this parable? What is this parable teaching me? Grass is green where you water it. And we are mandated to invest our gifts and return an investment like a big one, like a good return, at least 5 times. So you got to use your tools. You got to accept yourself like literally like, oh my God, I can't, I can't even like it's coming. It's coming out of me. Otherwise the rocks, the stones on the fucking ground. We know that everything has a vibration. Everything is a vibrational, has a vibrational frequency. So are you going to let fucking rocks (laughs) be more energetic than you? And now y'all know I love crystals. I just spent $80 on crystals. Because when I touch them, I feel like I'm having an... Ex- I, I, I'm i going to explain to you what it feels like. I, ha- I haven't written it down. I'm just still conceptualizing what crystals do to me. But ain't no way in hell a crystal is going to be more animated than my dumbass. So... How does this relate to your daily life? Well, we talk about manifestation as some kind of like magic spell. And all you got to do is dot, dot, dot. And it's inside of you. And just realize the power and this and that. And that's a great analogy. You know, kind of making it seem like it's magic and black magic and da, da, da. And though it is technically magic, manifestation can actualize within us and outside of us and we are fortunate yes turn to your neighbor and say fortune <laughs> we are fortunate Do not be the first humans because this whole idea of duality if you think about the first humans um even though we were we do not have to we did not have to live on the ground and like eat like raw meat and things in order to figure out um, how to survive on this planet, but we can acknowledge the fact that their expressions have led to this moment. Discovering the wheel crying after being burned by the first fire, you know, all those things that like made man, man. Um, we did not have to, um, or like laughing at Paula Dean's ass, like forgetting fire for being a racist. Like we see, like we see the realities that create that are created by people and those realities are very hard to change. Take for instance the energy of Satan. So, I focus on Christ's energy, other people focus on Satan energy. I'm not saying it's bad, but I feel negativity and destruction and pessimism and misery more when i talk about satan than when i do about christ so i'm gonna focus on things that make me feel good and even though um humans have given a face to that energy we um we have images of lucifer we cannot shake even if we tried um because with all of the things um we're shown like we're just giving messages of like who the devil is what the devil is what is lucifer what is satan and instead of and just like Jesus, I believe that a person most likely embodied this energy, um, but from it's not a phys- physical person or a physical place or anything. It's probably it's probably just like a set of ideas that we have created. So like hell exists because we believe it exists. So you will go to hell if you believe that there is a hell. Um, I ascended from to that idea like years ago. I didn't even know how to articulate it, but I was like, so what if the devil's not real? So I'm not going there. Okay, bam, then the devil's not real, bam. And then I've been and then I've been on this journey of like self self-discovery and self-acceptance ever since.
1: <laughs>
0: so, we have images of Lucifer we cannot shake even if we tried. And um we do not always have control over what has already manifested in this umwelt. But moving forward, we can create new things. Enough of us can create a shift in the way the cookie crumbles. So the solutions to our problems uh, are encompassed by all of our life experiences, basically, in a nutshell. Yeah. So I can still reference life-altering advice from the Bible, And subscribe fully, even though I don't worship white god. These ideas already exist, angels already exist, Jesus already existed. I am proposing a new method of discovery, though. Using the life experiences of all of them, good, bad, and ugly, in combination with the cognition of every black gay person, because we have been given a That's our power. Through this expression and through storytelling, we can actually start returning our investment five, 10, 15, 20 fold. And this is that new earth that Oprah has been sharing with me all these years. It just started clicking. And as a result, guess who I'm competing with right now on on my live stream? I'm going to try to compete with Oprah. Well, I actually didn't know that I was going to do that. I didn't know that Super Soul Sunday um, aired at 11 o'clock on Sunday, but guess who also is airing at 11 o'clock on Sunday on today. Center of the sun. Thank you for listening. So um, that's it for today. Basically the moral of the story is that the kingdom is within us and outside of us. What is above is so below God is there and we can live forever. We can figure this out together. We can evolve together together. I appreciate the time you have shared with me today. Take care.